Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. It is Monday. Hope you had an amazing, fantastic, joy-filled Christmas. New Year's Eve is fast upon us. This time of year, though, for a lot of people, is anything but fantastic. It can be desperation. Desperation. Where you feel like you have no answer. You have no way out. You're trapped. On the subject of desperation, one of my favorite U2 songs is So Cruel. It's a mood of melancholy and lyrics that strike right to the heart of the human condition. Tragic relationships, unrequited love, and desperation. A frailty so apparent today in many people. Now, one of my favorite lines from that song, So Cruel, is this. All the time, I'll just find it singing in my head. I don't know why. Desperation is a tender trap. It gets you every time. Man, desperation will suck the life out of you. It'll make you want to stay in bed. It'll make you feel like you have no answers. That it's hopeless. That your world is over. Now, the song is about the love between a man and a woman unrequited love that just keeps bringing me down you know but love and passion can exist in other areas the same type of desperation can set in when we see our love and passion unrequited or a failure you've seen examples of this lately small business owners struggling to survive their passion turned to despair you know To be a small business owner, it's not an easy task. Oftentimes, before success or many failures, failures that you feel like you've lost everything, where your passion can't allow you to make ends meet. You question your whole existence. And you're seeing this in California, land of the sun, Hollywood, golden dreams, And the switch is just turned off. People can't pay their bills. And they can't pay the rent. And in California, it's even worse. New rounds of lockdowns. And now they got law enforcement coming in. Officers with guns shutting down businesses because they're trying to make a living. How heartbreaking it is. You know, when I see this, if you haven't been an entrepreneur or small business owner yourself, you might not understand it, but... When I see a business owner confronted, when I see him standing in front of their store going, well, arrest me because you're killing me anyway. I'm losing everything. I'm going to try to stay in business. Are you going to take me to jail? They've probably mortgaged their house. They probably have no retirement. They've probably worked 24-hour days for years. They've struggled. They've cried. They've prayed. They've clawed. They've done everything they can to stay in business, to meet payroll. And then, boom, 
It's taken away by some bureaucrat while maybe across the street, maybe down the block, Walmart's open, Target's open, Kroger's open, Rite Aid's open, Amazon bigger than ever, and no one seems to care, and they lose it all. And desperation is a tender trap to the worst of us, and you just can't take it anymore. Just saw this video of Pomp Salon in Stockton, California. Middle of the day, 2 o'clock. Very few people in there, completely socially distanced. People had masks on. People were sitting 10, 12 feet apart. But they were supposed to be locked down, thanks to the good governor of California. And in come five armed police officers. Armed. For people trying to cut hair, not wearing masks. They explain how desperate they are. They explain how they can't pay their bills. They want to know the science that a salon like that, socially distanced, can't stay open, but Walmart can and Kroger can and Rite Aid can and probably anybody with enough money to line the pockets of the governor can. They're desperate. The police officers leave, and then what do they do? They go back to cutting hair because they're done. They are done. Now, there's a danger there. When you reach desperation and you decide you're done but you're still going to act, you can go one of two directions. One might be even more destructive than what you're fighting against, and you got to be careful. Thomas Merton, one of my favorite writers, hopefully he's familiar to you. Not long ago, they came out with a book of his journals, and here's a passage from one of his journals. The, the book's title is actually a... A, a, a vow of conversation, journals, 1964 to 1965. On the Wednesday, I was in New York. It was a lovely morning, and at noon, I rode down in the taxi to the Guggenheim Museum, through the park, under the tunnels of light and foliage, with the driver talking about his problems, his nerves, his analysis, and his divorce. The more I think about the museum, the more I recognize it as a light, beautiful, airy, and intelligent place. And the Van Goghs, wheels of fire, cosmic, rich, full-bodied victories over desperation, permanent victory, especially the last light and shadow calligraphic impastos. So there he was in that taxi with that man, desperate, a desperate man. His problems, his nerves, his divorce. Easy to get caught up in it. Easy to feel trapped. And then, it's Van Gogh, who also despaired. And what did he do with that despair? He turned it into fire. Cosmic, full-bodied victories over desperation. Permanent victory. Especially the last light and shadow. You know, we are in a time where many people are going to be facing desperation. They've had enough, and they're going to have to decide what to do. I would ask that you turn yours into cosmic fire. Create, speak out, make a stand. Don't despair. Don't despair. Don't stay in your room locked up. Don't allow yourself to be overcome with darkness. For despair to turn into the worst of us. Allow your despair to fire you up. To create. 
to love, to speak out, to protest, to gather other people together, to come together, to bring out the best of us, the best of America, an America of freedom, an America of discovery, an America of art, America of God, America of family, America that fights, America that doesn't back down, a cosmic fire. Desperation is a tender trap. And man, it sure seems like it gets you every time, as you too well knows, especially in relationships, but also in other areas of our lives. But now is not a time to let it get you. Your future is at stake. Your kid's future is at stake. I want you to think about Pomp Salon saying, I've had enough. Other people around here saying, I've had enough. I'm going to live. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to be the best of what makes America great. Entrepreneurs, small businesses, families, individuals, pioneers. That's what makes us great. It's a freedom. It's an energy. It's a movement forward fueled with cosmic fire. So as we approach this new year, may you be filled with cosmic fire. May you use the next few days to decide what are you going to catapult your life to next year? What stands are you going to make? What things are you going to create? What changes are you going to make in your life? What example are you going to be for your family and your friends and your children? Will it be one of despair and darkness? Or will it be one of cosmic fire? Fire. I'm your host, Silwong. Till next time, you aim high, spread your wings, and keep your eyes on the things that matter. Fire! 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 Stand up. Peace! You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.